0: Hey, Nick. Hey, Jeff. What's going on? I'm getting ready to light up a Bishop. I just had a Gator. That's awesome. Aren't they great cigars? You know, they really, really are. You can pick up your own Bishop and Gator over at MartinezCigars.com. MartinezCigars.com? MartinezCigars.com has the Bishop and Gator in a variety of size packages. (laughs) Packages. You would like that, wouldn't you? (laughs) Anyway, head on over to MartinezCigars.com for the Bishop and Gator. hello everybody and welcome to another sermon from the cigar pulpit i'm the bishop of the bird nick and with me as always it's gator and we are coming to you from top shooters in it's, columbia it's lively Illinois. here at top it's a lively shooters. place yes, but you know is. i mean when you're recording a bar you get bar noise you do so, nothing and, wrong with that and, and you know what drunk people I, hey you know what here's the thing <laughs> it's nice to be somewhere that is um Actually showing some life. You know, it's nice to be somewhere that's busy and that has people and kids. Is it? I think so. I've kind of become a recluse, and you I'm, have I'm really enjoying really that. a really big recluse, and have. it just irritates the holy hell
1: out of me. Speaking of recluses, I helped Kristen clean out the garage last week. Oh, God. And I had this, like, clothes that I... Is that, that you calling it now? Yes. Okay. And I had clothes that... <laughs> She's going to
0: kick your ass. for. Me. <laughs> and I had clothes... <laughs> that I was had, how, many, how had, many times did you help her clean out the girl <laughs> just the one. okay so anyway uh, message is brought to you by Dirt Dash when it has to get you hot it get to you what, what the hell when it has to get to you hot fresh so she'll love you yes Thank you, thank you for that. I totally screwed that up. All to
1: hell, all All to hell. hell. So so I, over time, I had taken clothes out of a vehicle and thrown them over in the corner, you know. And I was policing all that up, and I was going to bring it in, and you know, just hang like my suit coat and stuff back up. Some stuff that I just kind of, you know, put to the wayside for a while. Uh huh. So I bring this whole stack of clothes in, and I set them down on the bed, and I think, you know, I should probably check these for spiders. And I look down, and on my suit coat is a brown recluse the size of a half dollar.
0: Well, that's unsettling. and Horribly unsettling. Yeah.
1: Now, luckily, it was cold enough, it didn't move, and I just killed it right there on the spot and then just gently picked everything up and carried
0: it right back well, outside. Yeah, because how many more spiders did you bring into the yeah. house? And this was a mean-looking bastard. Does Kristen know that this happened? Yes. She oh, okay, was that's fully good. aware. All right. Yeah. Just so she didn't learn this on the cast. <laughs> on the cast, you know, yeah. like, you brought brown recluses oh, into man. my house? And
1: Seriously, it... I can't believe it didn't bite the shit out of me, but it was cold enough that it was dor-
0: somewhat dormant. But Oh, my God. It was a big brown recluse. Well, there you go. Well, hey, why don't we talk about what cigar we're smoking this time? Okay, then. We're going to be smoking the E.P. Carrillo Encore. If I'm not mistaken, this comes to us from My Monthly from Cigars. From the January My Monthly Cigars box. We're going to be smoking The torpedo six and one eighth by fifty two. It is a Nicaraguan puro. It is, and uh, as you said, it does come to us from the January my monthly cigars box.
1: That it does. So here, let me get mine out of the cellophane.
0: You look at you with the quick release. (laughs) My God, never been accused of that before. (laughs) I mean, I don't. I don't know. I don't I don't. I, I don't want to... No, you know what? I don't need to know anything about it. <laughs> anyway. Well, I'm trying to get the fancy little... Uh, yeah, you're taking much longer the, to... Uh, I'm trying to get the, the, cigar the, ready. The, the ribbon off of the Look, foot. How did you pull that off? <laughs> it just came off. It, this cigar
1: came out really nicely out of the cellophane for some reason. All right, then. Yeah. All right. <laughs> well, you were all set to be triggered. And- I,
0: well, I, I'm like... Wondering how you got your ribbon off as quick as I did, or, or quicker, Much quicker. quicker than I did. You know, it's like I don't know. Bad skills. I don't. I don't know. So, is it time to light? No, it's actually time to cut. And the oh, cut is right. brought to us by Riverman Cigar Company of Crestwood, Missouri. Our man Dan. Our man Dan over there in Crestwood, Missouri. He's got a fine selection of cigars in his humidor. Everything from four dollars to a hundred dollars, um, starting you know with the uh, cultivated collection of budget bundle cigars, including. The winner winner. of the Battle of the Budgets, the the JRE Tobacco Tadascan. You know, I actually bought quite a few of those when we left the other day. I've
1: been smoking those. Those are good sticks. They
0: are good. I I mean, dude, we went through a giant, like what, seven-month competition to determine which one we liked the best. I would would hope that you would have bought those. Yes, I I did too. Makes no sense to buy anything else. Actually, I bought all that he had in the Churchill. <laughs> well, I just cleaned out the cleaned little bit Cleaned yeah. out the Churchill I section. Did. There you go. Well, it comes in four sizes. Well, I wanted to get them before people heard it and rushed in there. Well, they've had at least one person call in and place an order for uh, some bishops and some gators and some Tadiscans. We're talking. And some uh, Viva Levitas. Because really? because that's the thing about Dan over at Riverman, yep. you can call him even if you're not in the St. Louis area. You can call him up and you can get a nice selection of cigars sent to you. All you got to do is just give Dan and Cindy over at Riverman a call, and they can put a box in the mail to you the next day.
1: Yep, they'll take good care and of Dan you. Dan likes
0: to put little you know trinkets, little gifts, and Fair whatnot enough. in the box. He he treats you right. He does. He does. So guys. Make sure you give Dan over at Riverman a call or a visit. You know, if you're in the St. Louis area, swing on by, check out his selection. And it's a little chilly right now, but, you know, he's got that 1,500-square-foot patio out front for when it is nice out. And, uh, you know, he's got a great selection of cigars that you're going to want to check out. And he's just a great guy. He is. Yep. Salt of the earth, wonderful man. Amen. Anyway, Riverman Riverman Cigar Cigar Company, Company. Crestwood, Missouri. Time now to (laughs) cut the cigar. It just kind of happened that way, and then I just ran with it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. All right. So this being a torpedo, how are you going to cut this? Probably with your cutter. Well, obviously, because <laughs> I know Since you don't, I didn't bring I know one in. You, you do have a lighter sitting in front of you. You just don't have a cutter. You know where I got this lighter? Ah, uh, the J.C. Newman I d- factory. I was going to say I know the design of the yep. lighter, but I'm looking at the back side of it. Yep. so I'm looking at the label. So yeah, I got the hook up there. There you I'm go. My own J.C. Newman lighter. J.C. Newman lighter. Oh, yeah. You know what? I'm going to go ahead and you slanted. I'm. You know what? I. Now that you put that in my head, I'm going to. Okay. I'm going to slant cut this thing. Look at you. This is going to be interesting, though. No. Well, I did it. I don't know. Where's the ashtray? Oh, here. We had an ashtray. We do. There it is. Oh, God. The nubbies caught You've in got the a thing. whole
1: thing going on there. The nubby's caught in the thing. There you go. <laughs> I had a nickel for every time I'd heard that. <laughs> Ew. Yeah. Ew. You know what? I'm going to V-cut this.
0: Oh, look at you being different!
1: Yep, taking it up a notch.
0: Mm. Ooh, look at that! That is a very a nice, very nice looking V-cut there. It is. I think I've broken your cutter. <laughs> no, it's just got the little nut. The the um, I'm using my Calibri SV cutter, and if you use that with a torpedo. The little nub end of it kind of uh, stays in there. So. Oh, okay. I I cleared the chamber for you.
1: Well, there you go. I appreciate that. Okay, so cold draw time. Cold draw time. Getting something distinct.
0: Hmm.
1: I'm having trouble putting my finger on
0: it. Kind of earthy. Yeah. A little earthy. Almost a little sweet.
1: Yeah, and that sweet's when I'm having trouble.
0: Yeah. I can't really pinpoint exactly what it is, but it's kind of earthy and sweet.
1: Let's give it the uh, cold retro and see if that pulls it out.
0: Must we? We must. Okay. The sweet comes through on that. It's almost a little, like, florally. Maybe. Yeah. Now, this cigar actually won the Cigar Aficionado uh, Cigar of the Year in 2018, Okay, And it is the sister cigar or brother cigar. I don't know, you know, what gender you would, you know, give it. But it is the the sister product of the uh, E.P. Carrillo Pledge, which is what won the Cigar of the Year from Cigar Aficionado in 2020. Oh, there you go. All right. right. Keeping it all in the family.
1: Full disclosure, I've smoked this before, and I like this cigar.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I smoked this I know back when it won, um, but in the spirit of uh, all honesty and everything, I um, you got to realize I started smoking in July of 2018, and so for this to win cigar of the year in 2018, I mean it was already it had yeah. already won. So you know when I smoked it, I had a relatively young palate, I guess. So I don't know if I necessarily knew what I was doing. That's okay. I haven't smoked the pledge yet. I do have a couple of them at home. Um, I have them so that you and I can potentially smoke them on the show. And uh, I have reached out to uh, the folks at EP Mm Curio about coming on, and I just haven't heard anything yet about you know when and who is going to join us. And so I haven't I haven't broken those out, but I do have a couple of the pledges for us to smoke. And I've heard that they're fairly similar to this. Are they? Yeah. I don't think... I, I don't know. I I, I don't want to say for certain, having not smoked it. I've just been told anecdotally from a few people who have mm-hmm. that it definitely reminds them of the Encore. So what are you getting on the uh, Encore show? Still getting that kind of earthiness. It's got a little spice to it. I haven't gotten much in the way of spice. Really, I'm getting that. Hmm.
1: Is this more a uh, medium to full cigar?
0: Oh, there's definitely some spice on the retro hill. Yeah, not a ton, but it's there. Um, I would say, I, I would say it's probably a medium. It's actually got a good flavor on the retro Yeah, I mean, it's a good cigar. Mm-hmm. Obviously,
1: I mean, it's on the high end for me. It's on the bold.
0: Yeah, it's it's a medium. It's a medium. It was a good stick. There you go.
1: So what have you had going on? Other than carrying a brown recluse around for no reason.
0: Well, that sounds thrilling. Well, this has been another sermon from the cigar po- No. <laughs> good talk. I'll tell you what, guys. This has been a hell of a month for us. Um, it really has. Honestly, like, re- it's been a busy month with a lot of different things. And we've had some really good guests and everything like that. But this episode, Jeff and I are just kind of sitting back. We're just and hanging. We're just hanging this time. So... You know, it's uh, it's going to be a little more, more random than than the last uh, handful of episodes. Those are always fun, but too. that's okay. Every once in a while, we just have to do that. So, um, I did
1: have to change out my uh, sump pump at the farm. Yeah, you've had a
0: lot of problems with that.
1: Yeah, that's becoming an issue.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I put a new sump pump in, and let's be honest, guys. Anybody that actually knows me knows I am not certified to do that kind of work.
0: That's why I'm you had cheap. To go, that's why you had to go back out and fix it the other day.
1: Well, it's... Okay. The like, funny the thing, this time. So, the first time, the, the pump went out, so I had to go get a whole new apparatus, put in, change it. it. I had to get, like, the wrenches and channel locks out of the shed. I mean, it was a production. Yeah. Because I had to get the pipe loose and everything. Yeah. So, I get it out and get it put back in, and it's working fine. Well, I get a call from my cousin, and he was out at the house uh, doing some stuff, and he said, hey, the sump pump's out. I'm like, oh, no. So I drive down, and the float, you know how like like the float, like you have in your toilet or whatever, the sump pump has a float on it like yes. that as well. And yes. it, as it comes up, then it turns the sump pump on, yes. drains the tube and whatnot. Well, something messed up the uh, bracket that holds that in place, and the, the little rod with the uh, float on it was cockeyed. No. And it wouldn't engage the pump.
0: Uh, So, yeah.
1: So I had to take care of that. I'm not sure what messed it up, but I'm going to have to keep an eye on it.
0: Well, this has been riveting uh, information. Hey, you
1: asked me what I had going
0: on. I mean, you know, I didn't expect you to turn this into this old house. It's not like you you eating fruit pies. (laughs) See, (laughs) explain that that to everyone. That was me trying to. See, guys, Jeff says some wretched, wretched stuff to me on a regular basis. <laughs> and so sometimes I have to say something really wretched back to him just for no other reason than to, like, every once in a while rock him back on his heels just so that he, A, knows that I can do it, and, B, just for the satisfaction of doing it. Do you really think you can out-wretched me? No, but I try. <laughs> you try to keep up. and when it's a I valiant do, but, but when I do... Right? You say some wretched shit. And that's the thing. When I do, every once in a while, I get some pretty, you know, funny wretched stuff. So here explain with.
1: to everyone how when you,
0: growing up as a child, you would eat your fruit pies. Well, I didn't do it as a child. I was joking about <laughs> that. <laughs> I was saying that, uh, you know what? No, I'm not going to get into the, this. Is gross. This what? is gross. Is it's what you told me today on the phone. Yeah, but it doesn't necessarily mean I'm going to broadcast it to everybody. Fair enough. You know what? Maybe we should save this for the Zoom herf when we do it. Yeah. You know what? This is a this is a more private, like joke kind of thing. This is not eating out the fruit pie. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you got to practice on something. Oh my god! Anyway, (laughs) so we'll save the gory details for the herf. There's no gory details. The fruit pie, for God's sake! It's a fruit pie. Anyway, um. No, I will say, in terms of gory details, so I bought myself something this week, and it arrived at Bud the house yesterday. No! Penis pump? No! No. Oh. What the hell? See, now you're trying to outwretched me. I brought that up, and you're trying to outwretched me. No, no, no. I bought a... Um, it's an earwax remover. Okay, I'm not going to lie. This looks kind of cool. And so it's like, a, it's like a little pick. Actually, here, hang on. I can give you guys the, um, the model... That I have. It's the. Um, Are you getting a sponsorship for this? No, no. Um, it's the Be Bird, B E B I R D, like C three. I bought it on Amazon. It was like forty bucks. Dude, this thing is awesome because it has a. It it it, it has an app on your phone, and what you can do. Is your it, your it, ear cleaner has. It. Wi Fi, it has Wi Fi, yes, and so it has a camera. (laughs) Everything's better with Bluetooth, it has a camera and a light. So, what you do is you turn it on, sync it to your phone so you can see through the camera's eye, and then as you're like going into your ear, you can watch on your, you know, look at your phone and you can find the earwax and like pick it out. It says like a trip to the ER written all over it. I'm not gonna lie, it's actually ridiculously satisfying. Because, like, sometimes you get those little itches in your ear and you just kind of, like, jam your finger in there. I just trying assume to, like, that's a ear. spider that's crawled in there for the winter. Oh, dude. I mean, now you can get this thing and just kind of get in there and get it right. Think about
1: it. What if you go in there with a the camera and you see eyes looking back out at you?
0: Well, that's when I just... That's going to haunt I, your dreams, I got to hang it up at that point. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's the end of that. But I sent you the video... Because that's oh God, the other cool he thing. He did. This app can actually take pictures and record the video of what that camera sees. What What am I going to gain from watching you and your ear wax? You're going to see the video. Oh, God. I haven't watched it yet, folks. He really did send it. I did. I He's did. not joking. It's really kind of cool. I'm not going to... I actually saw this on a BuzzFeed thing. They like were testing it out. And, um, you know, I mean... Some of us, in various times of the year, end up with a little bit extra earwax, and so, it, you know, it wouldn't hurt to have something to help clean that did out. Did you, and, like, how much did you clean out? Like, more than I want to admit to you right now. Really? Oh, dude, I got all up in there. <laughs> <laughs> don't, at some point, don't you, like, hit the brain? No, you don't pop, go past the eardrum, for God's sake. Oh, okay. Is that the barrier? Yes. That's the line. You don't want to puncture your eardrum. Can you see the eardrum? Well, you see what looks like a wall, and so I'm assuming that's what that is. Okay. Like you only go so far. Okay. The actually, and, you it, know and what? I will Screw say, why we're talking, I'm going to watch. And I this. will say, the further down you get, the problem is the ear hair, because you know it gets in front of the camera, and so then it becomes hard to see because of your ear hair. But it's, but I'm telling you, it's actually really pretty cool. Are you watching it? I'm watching it now. Give us a play-by-play. Oh God! You've got so much ear hair. right? But it's all down in there. It's not like it's coming out like Grandpa Munster style.
1: Well, you know those those hairs though inside.
0: Those are good. You're supposed to have. Yeah, that ear, actually helps you hear. And, and a little bit of earwax is also good because it helps protect your ear from like dust and other kind of things that it captures. So you don't want to like completely like haul it all out. But you know, you get some big old chunks. You want to get that out of there because that's what causes you. Are to you have sure this isn't a colonoscopy? problems. Trust me. Are you rooting out a polyp? That is not a colonoscopy. Because <laughs> it looks just like a colonoscopy. It's not a colonoscopy.
1: Is it clear? Mine's a little.
0: What? It's a little uh, pixelated. Well, yeah. I mean, it's it's a smaller. I mean, it's probably oh, god, not, like, super Oh, high. that's
1: so gross. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet Jeebus. This is the <laughs> grossest thing I've ever watched.
0: Look at I mean seriously, dude all the hair, but it's so incredibly satisfying. I'm telling you it's the greatest thing. I'll end up puncturing my brain well don't just jam it in there indiscriminately I'll be honest the hardest part of using this is coordinating your hand movements to what you're visualizing on the on the camera It's like me with porn and the what I don't even want to know <laughs> um happened. but then the other thing is like. You know, the the structure of your ear. I mean you just don't go in. You gotta like curve around and like yeah. I mean it's a two it it's twisty in there, you know? So like to get all down deep, you gotta like figure out the angles and stuff. So see I've tried the ear candles and I can't tell if that's like
1: I don't understand the concept of that. Lighting a candle it's on your supposed to
0: Draw. draw the wax I don't understand that because, There's always like, stuff
1: down in there but I don't know if that came out of my ear or if that just dripped
0: down in the candle See that's the thing if you're lighting a candle it's going to drip wax so how is it going to draw wax out of your ear I don't understand that I don't either Realistically you're supposed to use one of those like earwax remover kits the little drops you know you're supposed to do that like once a month with regularity but, I didn't even know that was a thing Yeah it, like it, you drop it in and it like bubbles and you know all that in your ear and I do that with peroxide same concept, I yeah. think, but the uh, you're supposed to do that like once a month, and then theoretically that'll help keep your ears clean. My problem is I forget, and so then, you yeah. know, every six months. Six I'm, months go by and you can't months, hear. Six months, and then I'm like, oh, crap, my right ear's plugged up, you know, or something like that. Well, you've talked about
1: going to the doctor's office and having that done before.
0: Well, what they do. I've never with done doc- that. What the, oh, that's satisfying as hell, too, because what they do at the doctor's office is they get like one of these high powered water picks and they just blow the hell out of your ear. How
1: does that not puncture your brain? Oh, because,
0: well, it's not like that high powered. It's like a water cannon in your head. It's not like that high powered, but oh, man. They get all up in there and blow it all out. Can you actually hear better? Yes. Yes. Like when I leave and get in the car, my radio is so loud because I have it in the vo- yeah, I have to turn the radio down from the volume that I had it on when I went to the doctor's office. I'm telling you, it's it's an amazing difference when you actually like unplug. If I admit something to you, are you going to judge me? I may not, but the hundreds and hundreds of people listening to this might We've had some really good episodes lately blow up. We've had a lot of listeners. And now we're
1: talking about earwax. Yes. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Um, no, I I have Welcome back
0: to the real cigar pulpit.
1: <laughs> I know I'm fifty one. Oh god. Am I still fifty one? Yeah, still fifty one. Have you 51. not had a colonoscopy? Dude, okay. You have to get your butt checked. Dude, I've had many colonoscopies in my life. Well, I get it. I haven't been
0: to a doctor. Like an actual doctor? An actual doctor. Oh, God. Oh, my God. They're going to find everything wrong with you. I know. That's the thing. And that's why you don't want to go. Exactly. Um, It's been like five years? Oh, God, no. Ten years? More. It has not been more than ten years since you've been to a doctor.
1: I haven't been to the doctor since I was probably... Oh, my God, Jeff. Thirty-four.
0: Oh, my God. You're like, what, 17 years since the doctor?
1: It's a lot of math, but yeah.
0: Dude, that was like 2003. Yeah.
1: That was the last time I was at the doctor.
0: Oh. I
1: haven't, I mean,
0: I honestly haven't. You could be riddled with all kinds of things. (laughs) I'm sure I am. Riddled? Yes, I'm sure that I am. You probably should go to the doctor. I don't want to know. Yeah, but you kind of probably should know. Your cholesterol could be out, just out of control. You could be like one bad day away from a heart attack.
2: I I'm mean, sure I
0: am. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, you probably ought to go to the doctor. I really, though, I haven't been to the doctor. Actually. I mean, I'll admit, I hate going to the doctor because the doctor always tells me I need to lose weight, which, again. I'm sure new- I'm going to get that, too. N- Newsflash, I'm aware. Yeah. But, you know, at the same time. still not doing it, still, but aware. I'm aware. I'm in the same boat. I'm aware. Um. I mean, no, but, I haven't, I but haven't yeah, but, you been know.
1: to a doctor. <laughs> I haven't actually been to a doctor. <sighs> Since I got out of the Air Force in 2003. Oh, God,
0: I knew that's what you were going to tell me. When I did the math and realized 2003, I'm thinking it was when he got out of the Air Force. It was. Oh, Jeff. When's the last time you've been to a dentist? Oh, God, has it been that long, too?
1: I've been to a dentist a couple of times because I had to get a couple of teeth pulled.
0: Okay, but at least you've been, you know, you have been seen.
1: Yes, I had one that was abscessed. and hurt like a mother. <laughs> so
0: I they they realize it's, you know, irritated or, you know. Well, I guess I know I'm, what I'm going to title this one. It's Nick and Gator give their personal medical history. Exactly.
1: <laughs> so, yeah. So I had this tooth and it was abscessed or whatever. And it had the infection. So they give me these antibiotics to get rid of it. And I go up to the oral surgeon, you know, to get it extracted. Uh-huh. And I'm here to tell you, he went to pull it on that thing and they hadn't killed the infection. And you know what? You know what? When it's infected, they can't deaden the nerve. And I passed out in the chair. (laughs) (laughs) It hurt like a mother. And yeah, huh. so they apologized and said next time maybe I do the
0: you know the stuff where they knock me out. Well, you know
1: what? Now anyone again.
0: who wants to like torture you for information knows what your threshold is. Yeah, you have to infect my tooth and then try to pull it. <laughs> they know what your threshold is. Oh, dude, I I passed <laughs> the fuck out in the chair.
1: Oh, the dentist. I mean, he couldn't apologize more. He's like, really thought we had that infection. I'm like, yeah, you did. Wow. Yeah, because they shot me up and numbed me and everything. Didn't do a damn thing. All right, then. Yeah, it was brutal. That
0: sucks. (sighs) But yeah, I've been... I I told you. Well, anyway, for those of you who are interested, the bee bird. It's pretty cool. The bee bird. It's pretty cool. That's so goofy. I like it. I'm going to have to make a doctor's appointment at some point. Probably should.
1: I don't want to know. You
0: have children. I do. You want to be around for them. As long as I can. <laughs> well, not, avoiding <laughs> the doctor for seventeen years is probably not the key Look, to that. If I go to the doctor, they're going to find something, and then I'm going to have to deal with it. True. And if I don't know, I don't know. You pay for health insurance, though.
1: Okay, let's talk health insurance. No. Let me. Oh god. for a minute. Oh god. So before the Gators affordable dropping the
0: harshness. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: I'm kind of going to. I'm going to get political for a second, and no, I apologize. No. Before the Affordable Care Act, I could afford insurance. Yeah, and I had a twenty five hundred dollar deductible. I was paying for my my daughter and I. I was paying six hundred, I think six hundred fifty a month, something like that. Yeah, actually, it was Hannah and Addie because she was born. So, af- post Affordable Care Act, um, it went up to fifteen hundred dollars, and my deductible went to ten grand. Yeah, yeah. So I'm paying almost three times as much, and I've got a ten thousand dollar deductible. So, no, I can't just go to the doctor. But I'm a farm I kid. That. You know, I grew up on a farm, and anybody that grew up on a farm knows if you don't have a limb stuck in a farm implement, you don't go to the doctor. You just don't. Okay. Yeah. So, I don't go to the doctor that much. I should. Okay. Probably really should. Probably. Because, I mean, I'm just, you know, like just I a say, shell of my former One bad day away really. from the grave. I had a burger today from Dairy Queen. That might have and pushed it almost you into that. finished me off. Yeah. I was just ill go, the rest of the day. Who
0: goes to? Wait, where'd you go? Burger King? No, uh, Dairy Queen. Oh, Sorry. Okay. Did I, I say Burger it. King? Yeah, Dairy I thought Queen. you said Burger King. I'm just like, wait a minute. Who goes to Dairy Queen? I like for the Dairy Queen's food? burgers. But I'm here to tell you, you go to Dairy Queen heartburn. for the ice cream. You don't go to Dairy Queen for the. You can find better fast food. I know. I've talked about Dairy this Queen. on the cast before.
1: But Dairy Queen, when I was a kid, had the best burgers—the Brazier
0: sauce. We the know, we you know, and they don't make it anymore. No. and I don't know why. But dude, like their burgers all taste like char. Like, yeah, they're char broiled. I get it, but like, it's just not. The, and their the, the, their food's just not that great. I like it. It's not that. It's super overpriced. You think so? Oh God, yeah. I think I think Dairy Queen food is really expensive. Hmm. Huh. Like in the grand scheme of fast food. I think it's expensive. Okay, then it's just my opinion.
1: I normally like it, but it was it did not sit
0: right today. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I should probably go to the doctor. I mean, to in all why. fairness, today was your newspaper delivery day. Oh, that's brutal. So you're eating on the road. I get it, and it was snowing and nasty oh, out in southern was, Illinois. Today was, was really gross. I mean, I was up in uh, getting my papers at the printer. And normally, I, you know, smoke a cigar on the drive. So anybody who follows me on Instagram knows, you know, typically on Wednesdays, you'll see a picture of me climbing in the car and yep. being like, this is what I'm smoking on my drive. I wasn't able to smoke on my drive today because I had to concentrate on the road. You were white knuckling it. Because I had semi-trucks all, I think every semi-truck was driving on 55 today. Yeah. Like all of them in one pack. And they were all doing like 45 miles an hour, which just, it, it's spooky being clustered up with all those semis that are oh, going yeah. that slow. And then you've got this this guy in this blue pickup truck that decides that when he's got about a car and a half length between the ass end of the tanker truck in front of me and the front end of my car that he's going to just whip into that space because Ugh. he was freaked out in the That's left That's how hand. you get killed right there. Well, and he was I, he must have been freaked out in the left-hand lane, wanted to get in the slow lane, quote unquote. So he whips into this spot in front of me. Well, now I'm like automatically on this guy's ass. So now I'm getting into the left-hand lane to pass him. And I, as I pass him, I look. He couldn't have been more than 20 years old. He was white knuckling the the steering wheel. He had no business being on the highway in these conditions. Ugh. And he's in a pickup truck. So his back end's. I can't whip believe around when he whipped in the there, place. he didn't slide right off the. Me interstate. too, quite frankly, but he didn't, and. Uh, You know, thankfully, because, I mean, you know, what are you going to do? Exactly. But, uh, yeah, it was, it was, today was a rough day to be driving all over Mm -hmm. the place. And, of course, it's the one day a week I have to go drive. I know, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, I got up this morning and I look out, I'm getting ready to hit the shower and I look out the bathroom window and I'm like, it's snowing. Crap. Yep. It's actually sticking. Yeah. Double crap. You know, it's like, this is, this is horrible. Yeah. It was a day. So, no, normally I get some smoke, smoking time in on my drive, but kind of felt a like a day I should probably concentrate on driving. Yeah. So Yep, I get that. Mm-hmm. I still smoked on mine.
1: But then again, the people in front of me were regulating my speed, so I was going like 25 on the highway.
0: You had like an old lady... Uh, in your 1980 Buick going oh. like 25 at one point too. I'm
1: on the phone with Nick. I was going
0: to say, you're on the phone with me complaining about the guy in front of you that's going like 25. Then he like passes, and you're like, oh, now I know why he's yeah, going Yeah, because he
1: had, was stuck behind the Buick. So. Yep. Yeah, it was a whole thing. That's funny.
0: So uh, what do you get on your stick? I saw you do a retro hail. I did do another retro hail. There is a little bit of spice still on the retro hail. Um, honestly, I mean, it's a good stick. It's nice and smooth. Um, that earthy kind of flavor, maybe a little bit of uh, not the sweetness isn't there. Maybe mocha or some sort I'll give of you that. some sort of mocha. You know what? I think you're onto something there. Yeah, yeah. It's like kinda of earthy mocha. I'm gonna bet what not, made this Cigar of the Year? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. It was Cigar of the Year two years ago. I don't remember what the review was. I mean I probably could have looked that up. Yeah. But, you know.
1: I'd rather speculate.
0: They liked it. I always think reviews like that are so subjective. Well, they are. You a know. review in and of itself is subjective. Yeah. I mean, anytime you, you know, you and I, when we review, quote unquote, review cigars here on the show, you know, anybody on a website, you know, I mean, we got Broccoli Rob's review coming up here in a little bit. Yep. And let's be real. But he actually knows what he's doing. Well, I get it. But at the same time, you know, it's still an objective review. Maybe he prefers you know, really, really bold, spicy cigars. So, obviously, he's not going to review uh, maybe like a, a mild Connecticut in the same way. Do you yeah. know what I mean? It's yeah. just, it's all opinion. So, it's one of those things that, you know, take the reviews with a grain of salt and smoke what you want to smoke and like what you want to like. I mean, that kind of thing. But I, I don't know. Yeah. Absolutely. Just my thought. Oh, I like it. And let's be real. Cigar of the Year. <laughs> Was this aficionado or journal this is, this or who? This is aficionado, okay. and let's be real. There's like eight thousand cigars of the year because everybody and their brother does a cigar of the year, you know, contest and everything. Um, some have a few more guidelines in them than others. Yeah, you know, like the Cigar Authority, they have their their cigar of the year, it, and according to Dave Grafflow, he was the first one to do it. You know, I'm I'm not going to disagree with him. Yeah. I don't I don't know that for certain. But you know, I'm not. If gonna, he says it, it's if he says it, I'm probably going to yeah. back him up. But the point is, you know, he he not only um, will pick out cigars that they think, so it, their personal opinion kind of comes into play. Yeah. In order to bring in the contenders, but then from there they analyze sales statistics. So like you know, what cigar is selling maybe more than the others? Um, they do the contenders packs that you know you can purchase. And smoke the however many cigars are in the contention that year, and then you can vote on their website. So there's some so so there's elements of like people's choice mixed into that as well. I like that. And it's all kind of averaged together to make up what cigar is the cigar of the year. It's not just hey, this is what barry jonathan and dave and ed you know come to the consensus and say this is the cigar of the year i mean they they bring in other elements to it in order to come to that conclusion and i think that's good you know it brings and and they're pretty transparent about it Well, and one of my gripes with
1: like aficionado Mm -hmm. is the cuban cigars Mm -hmm. that's all great
0: but we can't get them Well, and that's something else that uh, two guys, you know, they'll do with uh, the Cigar Authority one is um, they don't put in uh, like limited edition cigars, Mm -hmm. you know, or ones that are hard to get a hold of because what's the point, you know? If they want to review stuff that people can actually find, actually get, yeah, exactly, makes sense. And so, you know, and I get it. I I agree. I don't know if. I mean, let's be real, Cigar Journal, Cigar Aficionado, these kind of magazines that that do also include the Cubans in and amongst that. I know Cigar Journal has a really big international audience, so of course they're going to include Cubans yeah. because everybody but here can get the Cubans, you know? Um, and I assume it's probably the same situation for Cigar Aficionado. It just kind of sucks when that Cuban actually takes the top spot yeah. because at that point it's like... Well, nobody can actually smoke that, or at least nobody in, like, the largest cigar-smoking, you know, yeah. um, contingent in the world. But such is life. Yeah.
1: Well, you never know. Maybe we'll open back up and uh, be able to travel to Cuba again. I wouldn't mind that. It's
0: possible. Well, I'm of mixed emotions on that, actually. Okay. Part of me wouldn't mind it because, you know what, I'd like to try some some products and stuff from there. I mean... I don't necessarily have a burning desire to go and visit. I do. I know you do. It's it's um, one of the bucket list places I have. But I'll tell you the reason why I don't have the burning desire to go and visit is part of the reason that I actually kind of have a bit of a problem with the idea of opening it back up. Is I just, I mean, dude, it's a communist nation, and I don't really particularly want to support that either with my dollars or something like that. See, and I'm of the opinion. That
1: if it open, if we actually did open back up where we go down there, they get a taste of what we have. They're going
0: to want more, and maybe that will
1: help bring about regime change down there.
0: But are they going to want more, or are they going to get a taste? I mean, or is the government just going to pilfer all of it away from them? That I don't know. I couldn't I, tell you. I, that. I kind of, I'm kind of of the opinion that until that, until the people rise up and take that that country back for themselves and get rid of the communist dictatorship. I don't think we ought to to open up. But I I think
1: you're in a situation there where the people have been under this now for so long, since what, 59, 60? When did the revolution— Yeah, give or take. Yeah. So you've got people who haven't known
0: anything else for 60 years now. Well, yes and no. I mean— they don't know anything in their life other than that. Yeah. But they know there's freedom outside their borders. That's why they're getting into whatever raft or boat they can and making the 90-mile trek to Florida. That's why there's a large contingent of Cubans living in Florida is because well, they that, knew there was something better and they came for it and God bless them for it. So honestly, a lot of that came during the Carter administration. Nonetheless, the point is there's yeah. there's, you know, there's still ones that are trying to get out, I'm sure. So, it's it's I don't know. I kind of look at it and I say, you know what? No, until until the communist regime is, is squashed, and until those people have control of their destiny again, eh, you know what? I'm kind of okay with, with keeping it you locked down. You say that. Do we have control of our destiny here anymore? We have a lot more than they do. Okay. And you know what? I, I look, for all of my bitching about, you know, the People's Republic of Illinois and... Uh, A lot of our political leaders and everything like that. Yes. I would much rather live under the oppressive thumb of J.B. Pritzker than one of the Castros. We're going to need to flag that tape so we can play that back for you at some point. I'm just saying. Yeah. I'm not saying I would ever vote for Pritzker. Didn't vote for him the first time. Don't have any intention of doing so again. Do you think he'll run again? Oh, yeah. He's vain enough he'll run again. Oh, man. He thinks he's done a good job. He's, He's fucked us. I know. But that's neither here nor there. Oh, my God. Anyway. But anyway. He but, really you really think he thinks he's done a good job? I'm telling you he does. He thinks he's gonna run. I'm telling you he's gonna run again, but that's now we're getting into Illinois state politics and we don't need yeah, to. We do are. That. But the point is my greater point is no, I don't I don't really know if I want to see relations with Cuban uh, or with Cuban normalized until the, the communist regime is taken out. Let me make a Pritzker prediction. Marshu.
1: I'm going to I want this on tape. So when it happens, I can gloat. Okay. I am convinced that J.B. Pritzker. Illinois governor, J.B. Pritzker. Yes. He did a whole bunch of stuff during the Trump administration, just constantly dogging the Trump administration. He did. Right, rightly or wrongly. Okay. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I think everything Trump did, did was right. He did it because
0: he wanted a financial bailout for the state of Illinois because we have mismanaged our finances for 30 freaking years. It's more than that. And he wanted money, it's more than that, okay, what? I will go on
1: record right now and make you a prediction. you think he's going to run for president? He will be Kamala harris's v p in four years Bleh.
0: <laughs> I don't think this country is ready for an Illinois, another Illinois politician at a federal <laughs> level of significance. I'm just telling you, that's just my sa- prediction. I'm just saying. I think, I think he I has think set himself en- up. I think we've encountered no Dude, he's such a freaking fat mafioso. I mean, you look at him and he just, he looks like a fat Rob Well,
1: I'm still, I'm still on about him taking the toilets out of his mansion to get exactly. it appraised lower.
0: Well, maybe he can do that to the White House.
1: <sighs> there you go. Mm-hmm. Enough about politics.
0: How's your cigar. It's good. I'm about I'm, halfway.
1: Yeah, I'm and, a little further uh,
0: ahead than you. You are, despite how much you're, you know, over there talking, you're you're burning down quicker. I am. I smoke
1: fast on the show. I don't you know do. if it's a kind of a nervous thing that I just you do. puff more. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know.
0: I don't know what that is. I don't know what that is either. I think we should do broccoli's reviews. Well, I think before we do broccoli's reviews, you and I should talk about what three cigars we smoked. This oh, week I can that do that. Enjoy. I actually have, have my Cliff Notes. Do you now? Yep. All right, then. Well, do you want to go first, or should I? You know what? Um, I'll go first. You do that. Okay.
1: So, of the cigars that I've had recently, I had a really nice Avo 2020. Okay. And I don't know if You've that was that technically in the last week, but man, that was a good scar.
0: You've had that one recently. Yeah, or you, you, you. I nav- had it you recently. Had, yeah. Well, but you named it on the show, like in your top three. Oh, uh, did I? Okay. Like before.
1: Well, I'll jump ahead then. So. Well, no, you can, you can repeat. I, I mean, know, but that was real. that was a good stick. Yeah. Now my other one was the Aladino Cameroon, which I've probably mentioned mm-hmm. before. If I haven't, I should have. Um, I've had both of those in the last week I had one of those the past
0: week, too, and it was really good.
1: And then I also had one Actually, of my last
0: barber poles from, oh, from uh, Ybor City. Oh, I oh. saw that picture, yeah. God, that was a good cigar. Yeah, I've been smoking down some of my Ybor City sticks, too. And um, uh, one's from, like, Long Ash and Nika Habana, and they've been really, really good. Yeah. But... I didn't find a bad stick down there.
2: Yeah.
1: They I were, mean, you know... They it were was good, and they were cheap. They were cheap. They yeah. were cheap. So yeah. I can't, I can't recommend a trip to Ebor City. I know I'm, I'm just repeating it over and over and over, but man, it was good.
0: So for me, um, my uh, my three, I'm going to start off with the uh, Southern Draw Jacob's Ladder. Okay, I had one of those. You and like that cigar? I do like that cigar. There's, a I think that would be too much for me. Uh, you had it on the show. Yeah,
1: but it's, it's yeah. I think it's. I
0: don't know if it's one that I'd smoke again. Okay. But you like bolder cigars than I do. I do like bolder cigars. But it, it, uh, it's a good, good stick. And I love how it's so complex in that, you know, it like ramps up in strength and flavor and everything like that. And then it kind of comes down a little bit. kind of gives but you it, that relief. It, but it re-punches but you. But then it re-punches yep. you. And then it comes down again a little bit yep. and everything. Oh, I love it. The other nice thing about that cigar, and, and it's not just that cigar. Um it's any cigar that has that like cedar around the the foot of the cigar you like that don't you What I like to do with that and I've discovered I've started doing this in the smoke tent and it's amazing I take that cedar and I pull the tape off of it because most of the time it's adhered with like scotch tape Yeah you know so you don't want to you don't want to leave this on So I take that cedar I take the scotch tape off and I just put the cedar in the ashtray and I hit it with my lighter to light it and as it burns the the air in the uh, smoke tent just oh. or the ice tent just smells of cedar, really really nice. It's a it's a really it nice smells flavor. of rich mahogany. Now I've probably been poisoning myself with God knows what's actually exactly. on that cedar. Probably I would, I would assume I would, the cedar just straight cedar, yeah. but um, I doubt you're dealing with treated wood on the I cigar. Hope, I hope not, but um, but it it just makes the tent smell so nice. Hmm. to do that. It smells of rich mahogany, and you have many leather-bound books. Well, it's not so much mahogany as much as it is the cedar, but mahogany's, whatever. Mahogany's cedar. Well, whatever. We'll move Ish. on. Um, so the next one on my list, um, you brought up the uh, Aladino uh, Cameroon. Mm-hmm. I did a one-after-another comparison because I struggle did with you? I struggle with this all the time. Which one you like best? Which one do you like better, the Corojo Reserva or the Cameroon? And typically, it's whatever I smoked last. Yeah, but for me, I've been smoking a lot of the Corojo Reserva lately. You have, and man, I love that cigar. And you like it better than the Cameron? I, I think I do. Really? I think it. Scratches. Yeah, i the Cameron. I think it scratches where I itch a little bit better. Um, in the back. ear. Well, yeah. No. <laughs> See, that's, that's where the bird comes into play. It full circle. No, um, the uh, the uh, the, uh, the Aladino. Dude, that Corojo, man, that spice and everything like that—it's just—it's so nice, and it's—it's a nice, meaty cigar, but it's—it's smooth, and I just—I love it so much. And you know, the number four is definitely—you can't go wrong with a Jerry. No, but the number four is such a great cigar. Um, they only come out with that the one time a year, but the um, the regular sizes like the Toro and whatnot. I mean, dude, I love those cigars. But anyway, and then the last cigar. That I had this week that I really, really liked, and it smoked just wonderfully for me, was um, actually the New York blend from Martinez Cigars. Ooh. I picked up one of those over at Riverman, and yep. when we were sitting around chatting with Dan the man, and um, I just wanted a nice, you know, kind of everyday smoke. Yep. Dude, that cigar's so good. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, they've got a lot of other good cigars over there at Martinez, but, and you know... Dan's the only place outside of New York that carries the New York blend and everything, but I'll tell you what, I, I love that cigar. Yeah. So, no, it's
1: really, really good.
0: Yeah. So, those are my three. I
1: did buy a Bishop and a Gator when I was over at Riverman the other day.
0: Yeah, they're available at Riverman now, guys. Oh, you, you can, you can pick them up. I've been, you know, pimping them pretty hard on my Instagram I page. I even posted a picture <laughs> of it, of
1: my Gator, and I said, you know, when you've got a whole giant humidor full of cigars at Riverman to pick from and you buy your own stick.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: But it was it was good. It was tasty.
0: Yep, it's a good cigar. Thank you. I do like the Gator. Oh,
1: that's I precious. Did. I
0: like the Bishop more. Well, yeah, but I like the Gator. But
1: again, that's that's you and I have different palates, and our cigars speak to those palates precisely. Yep. Well,
0: and that's why you're saying you like the Aladino Cameroon, and I'm saying the Corojo Reserva. I mean, it's just they're they're both good, and they you know they, I'd, I'd smoke they either one of those. Coro- well, yeah, obviously, but you know, if in terms of personal preference. You know, the Corojo Reserva. It's it's when I just go into Riverman, a more to it than and, the, and uh, grab
1: camera. one of those Aladinos, I'm getting the camera in. Yep. Yep. So but Perfect. yeah, you can't go wrong. Nope. Can't go wrong.
0: Can't go wrong.
1: Well, I think we need to listen to Broccoli's review.
0: Yeah, why don't we find out what's going on with Let's Broccoli Rob on Final Third Friday? It's time for Final Third Friday with my man Broccoli Rob.
2: Happy Friday, pulpiteers! This is your man, Brock, and I'm hanging out at the smoke pit for the final third Friday cigar of the week. Today I'm smoking a fantastic cigar from our friends at Martinez Cigars, the Flatiron No. 6 Maduro. The Flatiron No. 6 Maduro is a New York City, New York made cigar blended with a Brazilian broadleaf wrapper, Nicaraguan binder, and a blend of fillers from Nicaragua aged for five years. The box press Robusto is topped off with a solid triple cap, perfect for a deep V-cut. The construction is very nice. The wrapper is a beautiful dark brown color, and the texture is near perfect. The cold draw offers a sweet chocolate and tobacco depth that has me ready to light this bad boy up again. Upon lighting, the draw resistance is perfect. The initial burn line is razor sharp, and each draw produces billowing smoke burn line stays true all the way to the end with no burn touch-ups. The first third has flavor notes of creamy leather, walnut, mild citrus zest, and black pepper that lingers on the palate and even more through the retrohale. The second third transitions nicely with the leather and citrus zest remaining but added notes of baking spice, red pepper, and orange zest on the finish. The final third has notes of sweet and creamy leather, citrus zest, complex baking spices with lingering notes of cayenne pepper and orange zest on the palate and through the retrohale. This medium to full body cigar has a full range of flavor and the transitions from third to third were substantial and very beautiful. I rated this cigar a 95 and at the moment I'm with Nick Gervais squarely on team Flatiron. Here at the Smoke Pit we offer the Flatiron No. 6 Maduro for $12.39 each and have several other blends across the Martinez Cigars line of great cigars. We are the place in Central Indiana to get Martinez cigars. The Smoke Pit, located at 221 West Main Street in downtown Greenwood, Indiana, is an all-inclusive cigar lounge offering a wide range of boutique cigar brands along with many heritage brands, bringing you one of the most unique selections in Central Indiana at a fair price come in today and enjoy our comfortable lounge over a cigar and a great conversation with others who love the cigar culture you can follow me on Instagram at Final Third Cigar and also check out finalthirdcigar.com for full reviews of cigars and other cigar related content have a great week and remember to relax, stay smoky and enjoy each cigar you smoke down to the Brock until next time, cheers and eat a plum in honor of Dave at Martinez
0: Okay then. I mean, it's another stellar review from Broccoli. Yeah, he's 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 good people. He's getting good with this. I like Broccoli. Yeah, he's good. What are we gonna get to go see? Uh, you know, that's a good question. I was actually texting him about the uh, grand opening date for the smoke pit. Ooh, last week and um kind of asking him about it, and he said that they have I think pretty much everything all straightened out with their bar. At this point, what it really boils down to is just um, Indiana and, like, COVID mitigation oh, okay. and things like that when they can have people and everything. So, I mean, I'm hoping maybe sometime in February. Well, Jeff, what are you getting on your cigar? You know, it's a good stick. It's spicy. Um, How far along are you over there? Are you in the I'm, final third? I'm down to the final third. You are in the final third. Finalthirdcigar.com. Yeah. I'm, I'm Shout out to Brockley. I'm just a little bit past the halfway point. Yeah, you're pulling your bands now, and uh, yeah, I'm pulling bands, and no, it's a it's a really good cigar. I still, like I said, get that earthiness, kind of that mocha flavor, and everything, and it's smooth. It's smoking great. I don't know if you put the mocha in my head or what, but I do taste it. Yeah, yeah. After Um, you said it, it's smooth. It's tasty. It's it's uh, burn lines for me really really sharp. Uh, The ash holds on really nice. The draw is really good. I have, I mean. It's a good cigar. I could see see why, you know, someone would give this really high marks and including a cigar of
1: the year. See, I almost think that those lists, there should be a mild list, a medium list, and a bold list. Mm -hmm. What do you think?
0: Am I just talking crazy? No, I mean... (sighs) No, but see, then that goes right back to my point about uh, reviews. It's all subjective. It's all opinionated. You know I mean? It's one of those things you're going to get differing opinions from different people. And, you know, my cigar of the year is more than likely not going to be your cigar of the year just due to the fact that you and I have such differing palates and tastes. So,
1: which I find odd
0: that I've been smoking as long as I have, but I still like a
1: milder stick. And you've been into this, what, now, going on two years, and you're all
0: in for as bold as you can get. Yeah, but see, I think it all it also goes to food, you know? Like, for example, when you're trying to educate or introduce somebody to smoking, um, I read this somewhere, and I can't remember where. They were talking about how you should ask um, about dietary habits. Somebody who... On the regular, has salad, for example, you're going to want to start them with a more mild cigar. But somebody who, you know, gravitates toward a nice, thick, bloody steak on the regular, you probably want to start more maybe with a medium. See, that's what doesn't make sense for me because you know
1: my eating habits. I eat a lot of spicy food Mexican, Chinese, whatever it is.
0: Which is why, quite frankly, I still say that your palate, I think you're confused. Because, dude, you, yeah, don't think so. you bring up so—and Dave and I have talked—Rivera and I have talked about this Over at, at Martinez. Uh, with you a couple of different times about how we think you're more of a medium smoker, and you just keep saying you're a mild smoker. Maybe. I mean, when you look at the Gator, you put your name on a medium stick, I mean, it's got a Connecticut wrapper, but like when you get down to it, it's got some oomph. It's that's a cigar that's got a little something, a something going stick. to it. You know, I mean, you have guys that are not Connecticut smokers saying that that's a really good cigar. You know, regardless. So, like, yeah. I you know that's the thing. Is it "regardless" a
1: word, by the way? I don't know. I think so. Is it "regardless" or "irregardless"? There's a debate about
0: that. I don't know if there is or not. Yeah,
1: I've heard it. But,
0: you know, but then at the same time, you know, you've talked about how you like the Neanderthal from uh, Roma Krab. I do. That is and that one's way out there. definitely not yeah. a mild cigar. So It scratched where
1: I itched that day. That's
0: my point, is I think you're more of a, a medium. Maybe not a medium plus, but at, at most a medium. And I think, I think you need to embrace that. I think you need to embrace that you're not a mild smoker. You're more of a medium smoker. Yeah, I don't know. But I gravitate towards mild sticks. Well that's a head thing then.
1: Maybe that's maybe that's true. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's just just a head thing. Maybe that's true. But I do want to say this cigar that we're smoking right now, the EP Carrillo Encore. Encore. Brought to us by mymonthlycigars.com. Nick, what is mymonthlycigars.com?
0: My Monthly Cigars is a premium cigar subscription service where you can get a box of cigars. Say it with us. Sent to your door every month. We get they come in a variety of different sizes. We get the uh, Robusto box, which is four cigars for $30. They also have the El Presidente, which is eight cigars for $50, two of everything that's in the Robusto box. And both of those are covered by the MSRP guarantee, which states that the value of the cigars within the box is guaranteed to meet or exceed the price of the box. And if you use offer code Pulpit, P-U-L-P-I-T, that gets you free shipping on your first box, as well as 20% off any of the items in Nick's online store, because he has an awesome online store with cigars and accessories and all kinds of other fun stuff. Over there at MyMonthlyCigars.com. There you go. So, while we were doing the commercial... You were spacing out? I look over at the TV. Yeah.
1: And they're doing some kind of strongman competition. I see this. And these big, roided-out bastards they are the lifting SUV. cars.
0: Yeah, they're hauling an
1: SUV there, aren't they? It's the weirdest th- Like, what's the point of this? They're
0: proving how strong they are.
1: Look, see, and they... They're lifting they're the They're bench-pressing. Yeah. <laughs> no, they're bench-pressing.
0: Well... Doing yeah, a, do I mean, a deadlift. They're doing a deadlift. They've got a car on, a de- on like, a... Yeah.
1: That is the weirdest thing I've ever seen. Like, how is that a sport? Is that just because of COVID? Because there's nothing else to put Dude, on? people
0: have been lifting yeah, heavy shit for a long time. Uh, I just don't pay enough attention.
1: Mm-mm. But, like, there's people... There's actually a crowd. There are spectators watching this go down. I'm thinking, I would if you called there and me, watch that. If you called me and said, hey, let's go watch two roided-out bastards lift cars...
0: I'm going to laugh at you and hang up. Nah, I, something tells me I could talk you into going to that. I don't think so. No. I don't see any. Just for the I, sheer novelty of it? I mean, dude. How he, is that novel? There's guys lifting cars.
1: I mean, if one of the guys, like, rips his arms off with the forearms or something. That's the that'd thing. Be you different. have the
0: prospect of all sorts of injury. <laughs> I mean, there are we're guys. Just, we're just horrible people. There are guys lifting cars. I mean, why would you not want to see that? It's, I have no interest in that at all. None. Well, you know? Maybe we have some, like, you know, weightlifter who's listening to the maybe show Maybe right they can now, clue us in on this. And they're just ready to come and, like, deadlift you.
1: Because I don't understand know. the point. Like, this guy got third place.
0: But do you, do you get a trophy for that? Probably. With a little hot wheel on top. I mean, I don't know. <laughs>
2: How did the he get third place? Wheel. Did
0: he did he do less lifts than the other guy? Maybe the other he did guy was four just like, reps. Okay, this guy did three reps. Okay, so there I, you go. I
1: have no idea. Oh, here's another one.
0: He's a big. This dude. is a
1: riveting podcast right here. Yeah, I know. <laughs> here's two guys watching TV. <laughs> We've just wandered off. We have wandered
0: off. So, you, anything else going on? You got anything coming up? Um, working on trying to get some guests. Obviously, guys, if you have guest suggestions. Um, you know, send them over my way. And then uh, also, if you have maybe some contacts with somebody that you might think would make a good guest, um, you know, hook us up. We're like, still
1: trying to get Bob Saget. We are. We are trying to get Bob Saget. I can't believe he hasn't put a restraining order on me yet. It's coming. Let's be real. I'm sure it's working its way through the courts. Let's
0: be real. I was going to say, all get the courts are running slow now thanks to COVID. So
1: I think I told you. I've been, I've been trying... Somewhat passively to get uh, Nikki Glaser to come on. She's a comedian. Mm-hmm. She lives in St. Louis. I'm like, you're stuck in St. Louis right now with COVID. Come hang out with us and have a cigar.
0: I wish She's not, she's she, not she's, biting on no, that at all. She's I've tried. Significantly better things to do. Oh, yeah. Like organize her socks <laughs> than come and hang out with us. <laughs> I mean. I think she'd be really
1: cool to have on the show. Really? She'd rip on the two of us for an hour and a half. It'd
0: be great. Jeff, if I want a woman to rip on me for an hour and a half, I'd just go home. Okay? I don't need that on my podcast. <laughs> oh, my God.
2: Anyway. Yeah.
0: Good times. <laughs> well, so,
1: how, how do they reach out to us on the socials to give us the guest ideas?
0: We're on Instagram at The Cigar Pulpit, as well as at Naked Gator, N-E-K-K-I-D Gator. That's my page. We're also on Facebook, and guys... Uh, search for the new cigar uh, pulpit group oh, on the Facebook. parishioner page. I would say there is a group on Facebook now, yep, called uh, Cigar Pulpit Parishioners. It is a private group; you have to request access, but um, you can. Uh, it's it's publicly searchable. So, do just, we have
1: questions they have to answer and rules and all that?
0: There's like three rules, but there's no questions. Basically, they just request to join, and then I hit OK. You know, so well, fair mean, enough. I'm like, also an admin now, so you I are can also admin. hit OK. You can yep. so. But um, Nick yeah. was
1: grinding on me because I didn't uh, like it fast enough.
0: Well, it, I mean, I invited you like last night. I was asleep. We had like forty five fo- or people in the group before you even joined. I was us. asleep. I slept through it. You've been up all day. It's true. But I've been I I've, I've been working. Tell and me you driving, haven't. Oh, and, because you haven't checked Facebook at all today, have you?
1: I hadn't. Bull. I hadn't. You know what? The one time I did was when I was stuck on the interstate, staring at the ass end of a semi stopped. And I did check it then to see if there was anything on... Uh, we have a page in Southern Illinois called Southern Illinois Fire Incidents, and they post all the wrecks and fires and everything. So you wanted to see what I was I wanted to see what was ahead of me. Ahead of me. It turned out it was just a stalled truck in the fast lane on the interstate. Well, there you go. Yeah, that
0: sucked. Anyway, so yeah, we're on Facebook, and check out the Cigar Pulpit Parishioners uh, group. We're also on Twitter, YouTube. Uh, you can reach out to us through CigarPulpit.com. And then obviously we need your questions for the Ask the Boys segment. So make sure you give the Ask the Boys number. Also a call. sign up for the newsletter. Well, yeah, but the the phone number for Ask the Boys is area code eight six three eight seven four zero 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 zero. You know and if yes, you're, if you're not here one day, if I don't know that number. I need to write it down. And if you're at CigarPulpit.com, sign up for the newsletter yeah. because we have plans for the newsletter. And then also that's how you get entered to win stuff in our weekly giveaway, which happens on the Tuesday shows. It does.
1: Yes. Yay.
0: Yay. So, uh, Tuesday,
1: do we know yet, or is that still to be determined, what's coming up? Tuesday is TBD. 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 You know who we need to get back on? Who? Pinky. We do. She I mean, classes
0: up the joint. She said that you keep bringing this, you keep saying this. It's like every episode, you keep bringing that up. Like, oh, We're on more often. Well, I get it, but like, she's I like bu- talking to her. She's, oh, you sack. She's busy. She's got things to do. She said that she'd come on once a month. Cool. I can't wait. I mean, you know. She's good people. I understand, but,
1: you there know. There aren't a lot of people in this world I like.
0: I, I like Pinky. Okay. I'm just saying, you know. We'll get her on when, when she can get you. on. I tolerate you. Oh, okay. <laughs> we'll get her on when she can get on. And it'll be fine. Oh, man. No, oh, we'll figure something out. But we've had... And I, I have a number of people that I've reached out to about coming onto the show. It's just a matter of, like... Them responding and then locking down dates and figuring all of that out. We'll get that worked
1: out. Yeah, we will. But we've had some really good guests. You mentioned that earlier, but we've had some shows just blow up this month. We have.
0: It's been a good month, yeah. honestly. Yeah, it really has. You know, um, we uh, we had the round versus box Press episode with Dave Rivera. That, was, that turned I actually out to be a thought really thought good episode. That turned episode. out to be really good. Yeah. You know, we obviously had the two-parter with Dave Garofalo. Which guys, if you haven't checked you that gotta out you got to go yet, listen to that. You got to go listen to that. We had Dusty Slay on. I thought that was Dusty really Slay good. was cool. I thought that was a good, you know, kind of off the beaten path kind of interview. Yep. You know, I mean, it's not one of your normal cigar celebrities. He and even everything, shared it to like, his folks
1: and told him to go listen. He did. And I, I thought saw that, that. was that really nice. That was super nice. And then,
0: uh, you know, and then obviously we did the Battle of the Budgets Championship with our man Trent. And um Trent was really cool to come on with he us. He was. He yeah. was. And he wants to come back. Well, can you blame him? No.
2: We're engaging. Oh, no,
1: I know. <laughs> well, I, I, I am. I am. I, I
0: like to think I am. <laughs> you keep thinking that. I'm going to ash in your tea. <laughs> Would be the first time. I've never ashed in your tea before. You tried to set me on fire multiple times. I have tried to set you on yeah. fire, but I've never ashed in your drink before. Fair enough.
1: Fair enough. Oh, man. Anyway. It's cold.
0: Outside, cold. it's nice and toasty here on the patio at Top Shooters. You're closer to the heater than I By am. By the way, speaking of toasty, I have one more. I'm, I'm giving people updates on the ice tent. Oh, my God. We've got an addition. We have an addition. So, guys, I purchased a computer fan. And I installed that last Full night. Full disclosure, whose idea? This was Broccoli Rob's idea. Yep. And he did it, and he actually directed me as to where to get the, the fan and everything. So I got a fan for the uh, the tent. I had a fan that I clipped into the window, but it was, it was like, it's not a computer fan. It was like one that you just kind of cool a room with. Yeah. And it didn't draw the smoke as well as I'd have liked. And I had to have the window open in order to do it. Well, the, the ice tent has two little vents. That um, you can uh, open up, right? That aren't actually windows.
1: Oh, so, okay. I didn't so realize I,
0: that. Yeah. So what I did is I got this computer fan. It fits perfectly over the vent, and I zip-tied it to the meshing of the vent, okay? Oh, okay. So it holds it up there. It, what kind of power source does it run off of? Just an electrical outlet. And so, oh, okay. So, so it's not like a USB that plugs no, into no, the No, computer, no, so. no, no, okay. no. It, it's just an electrical outlet. And so um, so in my tent, I have the extension cord with the three outlets in it. So right now in the three outlets off the extension cord, I have the heater, I have my light, and then I have another one that goes to a power strip. And the power strip has like eight outlets, but I only really ever use like one yeah. for my computer or iPad or whatever it is I'm using. And so I plugged and the... Whole the thing,
1: that whole thing's been a good investment for you.
0: It really has. Yeah. And so I plugged the fan into the power strip... And I'll tell you what, guys, I was able to sit out there last night with um, all the windows shut, the door completely shut, and that fan running, and it was clear as day in there. Do that you have fan it blowing pull, out or pulling in? It's pulling, it's blowing out, and so it's pulling the smoke out of the tent and blowing it out the vent. Oh, that's perfect. It really is, man. I mean, honestly, and, and I was smoking like a chimney in there last night, putting it through its paces. And I would blow directly at it, and I, w- I could watch the uh, smoke actually escape the tent. It was great. Oh, that's cool. So I, I think I've uh, slowly but steadily. You're perfecting sta- this. Slowly but steadily, we're perfecting yeah. this to the point that, yeah, it's, it's a good little, good little smoke hut. It's a whole thing. It really is. Yeah. So as we finish up here. You haven't been by yet. You've not invited me. You've got a standing invite. I've, I told you that like when I put it up. You're the one that keeps saying, "Oh, it's gonna be too comfortable with, or too cozy with just the two of us." In that's what I like said go. it's
1: it's too familiar.
0: Yeah, but like, dude, there's tons of room. Okay. Well, I'm gonna have to come up and try this. You thing. You are. Out. You're gonna have to see it. Gonna have to. You're gonna have to see it. Gonna have to. We can record one in there. Okay. Then you can actually like expound upon you know how great the ice tent is from the ice tent.
1: Fair enough. We'll do that. We should. I, I think that's an idea.
0: Yep. So
1: definitely an idea. Okay. So as we finish up, what do you get on your stick? I am nearing the final third. I'm down to the nub. I'm going to do a retro. I am
0: smoking slower than you. Yes, and uh, oh, and I'll tell you, despite smoking, oh, that's slower, spicy. Des- despite smoking Ooh. slower, this thing has not gone out on me. Oh god, or anything like that. And man, is it that spicy on the retro on the final yeah, third? Yeah, it really was. Okay. Yeah that 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 retro hill knew somebody. <laughs> See. Oh yep. Oh my! Oh God. it lingers even in the back half of the second, third. Yeah, it um, lingers, buddy. It definitely does. Um, there's, there's something to it.
1: Yeah, this one, this one's on the uh, the high end for me. Let's put it that way. Okay, but I enjoyed the stick. I mean, it, it's been a good smoke. No, it's a good cigar. Smokes nice. Good flavor. I had a good um, a good burn line. Good ash good going. Good burn
0: line. Nope. I can't been, complain. Enjoyed the EP Carrillo Encore again. Came to us from
1: mymonthlycigars.com. It did. Well, Nick, it's been a show, buddy. It it has been a it's been show. a show we've been all over the place. It has been a show. What if that drives people nuts when we just sit and riff? I
0: don't know. I don't know.
1: Maybe I think it's kind of nice once in a while just to catch up. Well, you know, because we've been we we really haven't. I know you said that, but we have really been busy this month, and a lot of it's been interviews and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And I like those because it brings in a whole different flavor, a whole different aspect to the podcast. But I like being able to just you know you and I sit and talk once in
0: a while. Oh, how sweet! Isn't it precious? How sweet. <laughs> Well, you know, and, and I will say in the uh, episode with uh, Dave Groffalo, in the second part, when he was kind of critiquing our show, yeah, one of the things he said is don't be afraid to not have a guest, mm-hmm. you know, that, that some of their best rated episodes are actually the ones when they don't have a guest. He did just, say that. Just the three of them talking and everything. So he, he flat out said, don't be afraid to not have a guest. Well, you and I are definitely not afraid to not have a no, guest. We've done that many times. The problem is typically when we don't have a guest, that's when we start talking about stupid shit like, you know. Me picking at my ear, earwax, and you know, eating out a fruit pie from the inside out. That was you bringing that up. That was you doing it on the phone with you privately (laughs) earlier today. I didn't talk to you about it. Molesting your fruit pie as a child. I I didn't do it as a kid. We'll go into detail next time we have a herf, guys. I promise. You're the one that made the comment about the shape of the
1: pie. Well, that was what we talked about. Is you couldn't do that with a uh, McDonald's. Because they have the little slits or cut in it, and everything would just ooze
0: out. All right. Well, we've gone further into this than I <laughs> wanted to. Anyway. I'm so
1: happy about that, too.
0: By the way, thanks to everybody who reached out uh, to tell me that the movie uh, was accepted. We had a ton of people. We had a ton of people reach out. People and even t- us the sent yeah, the, the, the For those of you who don't know what I'm talking about, uh, with the Ask the Boys, I've compiled up like some movie clips, and one of them is the guy you know kind of yelling Ask at like, me.
1: about my wiener. Exactly.
0: And so that comes from a movie accepted. And I didn't know what movie it was, but uh, apparently quite it's a lot of you It's the kid from uh, Superbad. It was Seth Rogen, I thought they said. Oh, I thought it was... Uh, I thought it was... Here. Hold on. I don't know. Anyway. Rogen's in Superbad. Well, I get it, but I don't but he's not a kid in super bad he's one of the cops isn't he hold on are we are we you're seriously going to just look I'm this up i'm looking this up oh god what like what else
1: we got to do mm. we're wrapping up let me look riveting radio you can cut all this out i will there it is no it's it's jordan or uh hill what's his name uh
0: jonah hill jonah hill jonah hill I yeah. said the
1: kid from Superbad. Yeah. Okay. Oh. So, okay. Ads kill my comedic timing. Turn that off. You need this pad. Only oh my what god! I'm getting hell? always. I'm getting a How commercial for say? Always pads. Why
0: are you getting a pad commercial? No idea. Well, this just became part of the show. I'm not cutting that out. I don't know why. Okay, here it is. Why are you getting commercials for pads? I have no idea. You want to stay some? You want to stay fresh, there, Jeff? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I hear him screaming. I was going to say, he's saying it in the background oh, there. no. Ask me about my wiener. <laughs> <laughs> Ask me about my wiener. I <laughs> see. He. Yeah, I see. Yep. In a hot yep. dog costume. Oh, I, God, that's funny. Anyway. Yeah. I'm so still fixated on the fact that you're getting like commercials given to you for pads. I have no idea. I can't explain that What kind that of one. stuff are you looking up? Not that.
1: I've never I've never searched for an always pad. I mean I can honestly say that. Although at a pinch they make a really good like wound dressing. The advertisements follow you. I don't know if you knew that. No. Yeah. I mean I guess it makes sense. You should always keep some in your bug out bag.
0: I guess it kind of makes sense. Yeah. But um still. Okay. Yeah. Well So there you go. That's an interesting point to end this episode on. (laughs) So well guys, this has been another sermon from the cigar pulpit. Hallelujah. I'm Nick. I'm Gator. Everybody stay safe and stay smoky. Love you guys.
1: my age it'd make more sense for you know an ad for depends